Well, how you cool cats and ghouls doing? Did you miss me? Well, this is Danny. And after a month and a half of being uh, uh, being on hiatus, I am back, bitches. So, how's everybody doing tonight? Uh, so, time's 7.30, Central, Eastern, blah, blah, blah. Um, I know I was going to talk about Wednesday 13. I'm still going to do that. I know the world's been kind of a chaotic wreck of a place right now. So I figured, what better time than to do it right now? I mean, feels like the world's about to go to hell. Might as well get famous for it or some shit. <laughs> okay, so anybody who knows me, they know I love Wednesday 13. And for those that I don't know who he is, or if you've lived under a rock for the past 20-something years... He is the lead singer of Murder Dolls. Yes, the one with Joey Jordison. Fuck him. Sorry, not sorry. But, uh, Wednesday 13, or as he goes by now, the Duke of Spook, he's been pretty much a big, heavily musical influence for me. I started listening to him when I was 15. But it was during the Murder Dolls era that I started listening to them. Beyond the Valley of the Murder Dolls. It, that album right there. If you haven't listened to it, you should. That one's pure, angsty horror gold. My favorite songs on there are People Hate Me and Dress to Depress. But anyway, so... He is no longer with the Murder Dolls, but uh, he's doing his solo stuff. He has, let's see, Fang Bang, Transylvania 90210, Skeletons, Calling All Corpses, Dixie Dead, um, I always start getting... A little scatterbrain towards the end of them. Uh, Dixie Dead. Monsters of the Universe. Condolences. And he just put a new one out called Necrophase. Which. That, that album had to grow on me. I don't hate it. But it had to grow on me. <laughs> I mean, pretty much the last couple albums have had to grow on I me. Mean, it's not I'm not knocking it for anybody who's listening to it as a fan. But I had I'm like that with a lot of bands. When I hear that they're changing a little or critiquing their formula, it has to I have to listen to it a couple more times. But my favorite album, hands down, the skeletons. <coughs> um that one came out in 2008, and it's got, it's just got the songs that'll make you just want to scream out loud singing them. I, I like the album as a whole, but I do have, like, three favorites that I don't 
Skip. And that's Gimme Gimme Bloodshed. Scream Baby Scream. And put your death mask on. But. Actually no but. The, that album's pure gold. But he does have some side bands besides Murder Dolls. Before Murder Dolls it was Frankenstein's from. Frankenstein Drag Queens from Planet 13. And then there was Maniac Spider Trash. And then after Wednesday 13. There's Bourbon Crow. Which is a country album. And I love that album. And then. There's Gunfire 76. And that's kind of more towards the glam. Rock era. But uh. It's a good album. Like. Sorry, I just got a weird text message. But, um... This man, I've seen him grow... For about... 15 years. Like I said, I've been listening to him since I was 15 and I'm 30 now. He's the one... Person that hasn't let me down... Musically. I could name some bands that have let me down musically, but I'm not going to go there. But Wednesday 13, he's the one that just keeps making me want to do more with music. I got to see him again open up for Cradle of Filth last year in New Orleans. That was probably the one of the best shows I've ever seen from him. <clears throat> if I can still feel that same energy from him live, then I know he hasn't lost his luster. He's a good fucking musician. Like, he, a lot of his, um, musical influence, you, you can tell it's a lot from the same typical horror movies like Michael Myers, Jason... Uh, he did one on the Dixie Dead called Helming, and that's from Flash Gordon. But, um, he's got, this one's an EP, and obviously, you know what it's from because its name's in the title, Return of the Living Dead. And I know I said this in my second episode for the zombies, but... That's one of my favorite movies. Hands down. <coughs> no if ands, buts are about it. But, uh... If you haven't got a chance to look him up... You should. He is definitely a musician that keeps on giving. I mean, recently he's done music with Alice Cooper, but that was on the Necro Phase album. And he did music with his daughter. With Alice Cooper's daughter. They carried, uh, they covered a Gary Newman song. Um, films. Which, I'm not really a big Gary Newman fan. But I liked it. But, uh. Let's see. He's also done. Well, on Necrophase, he did a song. He covered a Wasp song. Um, Fuck Like an Animal. Or Fuck Like a Beast. I'm not sure the name of the song. 
but Lexi Lajo, he's from Children of Bodom. If you haven't listened to Children of Bodom, you should check them out too. I don't know if they're still doing anything, because I haven't heard them in a while, but he's still a, a killer musician. Uh, let's see. Okay, so... Now we're getting on to the heavy shit. Sorry. Not sorry. Okay. So, we know what's going on in the world right now. The world's pretty much uh, back to being an unsafe place. I'm not going to specifically say what I think about it. Because some people, I don't want the threats and everything. That's from both sides. I'm kind of, I kind of lean more towards one side. But what's going on right now needed to happen. I'm not justifying anything anybody has said or done. Because I don't know how I would be in that position. But. The people held accountable. The people involved. Are being held accountable now. And. Honestly I think. The world needs to go through a rebirth. The government needs to go through a rebirth. And I know this sounds like some liberal hippity-dippity bullshit, but it's not. A lot of the people, the the higher-ups, some of them need to step down. They've been there long enough. And a lot of them are a bunch of rich, old white men who think they are God. And that's not the truth. And that is all I'm saying on that. Actually, I lie. I do not like an extremist. I do not like an extremist on the liberal group. And I do not like an extremist on the conservative group. Because that is how people get stereotyped and generalized. Because of people's actions. Like... Granted, I was only a kid when this happened, but it was still held against me growing up. The school shooters from Columbine, they were weirdos, they were mentally disturbed, whatever. But it it put a stigma on the kids then that were weird, and it still goes to now because that's the ones that they look for if there's a school shooting. It's never the normal ones, and if you were to look at me, you would probably would think I would shoot up a school. But I wouldn't. I'd get more creative. <laughs> uh, yeah, just, just scratch that last part. But... Something needs to change before... Something needs to change before something really bad happens. Whether martial law get in place or Trump get assassinated, which I'm not condoning at all. 
I just want to put a disclaimer. I don't like the motherfucker at all, period. But he is still a person. He may be a Cheeto orange looking motherfucker. But he is still a person. And I don't wish death on anybody. But, uh. Okay, so I'm in this ending, wrapping this one up. Um, I don't really know what my next episode's gonna be about, because I've been having a lot of personal stuff go on. That's why I haven't been on in a month and a half. But I'm gonna try and be more diligent. I'm getting more support from other podcasters, from friends and family, saying that I need to do this. And that's really awesome of them. So I'm thinking the next episode will probably be in a couple weeks. But I don't know the topic. It might be a random topic. I might have a surprise guest. I don't know. We're going to learn this together. But all I want you to know, anybody who's listening, regardless if you feel alone or not, you are not alone. You are loved. You was kind, you was sweet, you was smart. You are not alone. Okay, and I mean it, you're not alone in this world. If you need somebody to talk to, find somebody. Alright, catch on the dark side, ghouls.